I'm back. This is the review for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, this is around the time where some of the cast members did, um, you know, get COVID. And I don't remember them saying, you know, in the, in the blogs who exactly got it. But in this episode, we find out that it was actually Kyle, Doree, Kathy, I think it was Calgary and Kathy, and that was it. So that does come up in this episode. We are, uh, you know, so we're going to see a lot of, you know, three days later or four days later or two days later, a lot of that, a lot of cuts to like a lot of extended periods of time and flashbacks, you know, because they had to shut down um, filming, you know, during that time. They had to shut down filming. And then finally, you know, we get back into the swing of things. And we got a heavy, heavy Erica breaking down totally in this episode. Like she's like really breaking down. But before we get to the whole Erica Jane drama, let's go ahead and continue the conversation um, at the Bolognese lunch over at Lisa Renna's house. Now, um, you know, Sutton was getting ready to leave. She had said that, you know, she couldn't handle it anymore. And the majority of the ladies went to Sutton's, you know, aid to find out, you know, oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, we can let's try to work this out and all of this kind of stuff. While meanwhile, Crystal is sitting by herself, um, you know, on the bench, whatever, by herself. And I really felt a little some kind of way about that because Sutton started this whole this situation with with um, with Crystal. You know, Sutton had already said that she did not want to discuss the, the matter anymore. She and Crystal had made an agreement that they would not discuss it. They were done with it. And yet, Sutton is now bringing up the whole situation yet again. And I believe, again, it was displaced anger because Kathy came at her with the whole, hey there, Thomasina, you know, that whole peeping Tom thing, which bothered her. But she's not going to go after Kathy. She goes after Crystal. And she's trying to force Crystal to apologize and it wasn't going to happen. So they talked Crystal off the, you know, not Crystal, uh, Sutton to understand and they have a conversation and, you know, Sutton is still telling Crystal how she feels about the whole word violated and all this. And Crystal comes back and says, I use the word correctly. Look it up. I feel the way that I feel and it's not going to change girl. Then she goes from that to the whole manic situation. And, you know, Sutton is saying how uh, uh, Crystal called her manic and Crystal was like, well, that's what you present to me. I'm only going off of what you present to me. And to me, you were coming in, you were acting very manic. So that's why I said that. Well, you know, then here you go, because Garcelle is trying to play mediator and she's like, well, you know, that's a really strong word. And, you know, she told you about her dad who was manic and all of that. So Crystal kind of give a halfway non really apology. And Lisa Reynolds was like, oh, wait a minute. Do you really feel that? Because otherwise it's no point in apologizing. I agree. Don't give empty apologies. Crystal tried to clean it up. And Lisa Renna in the confessional was like, yeah, that really wasn't an apology. And I think everybody knew at that moment in time, it just wasn't a real apology. But Sutton doesn't like Crystal and Crystal doesn't like Sutton. So we're just gonna leave it at that. It's just really, there's no repair to that. And it's just it's just not happening. They don't see it for each other at this point in time and just let it go. So like I said, 
we we find out that some of the cast members um have to be quarantined. Well, everybody gotta be quarantined. So on in Kathy's house, her husband and all the kids, you know, everybody had to go away to some other house or whatever. And likewise with Dorit, you know, her husband took the kids. Uh, I don't know what happened with Kathy. You know, I don't know what the situation is at her house, but you know, so they're on the phone talking. Kyle is in, you know, she's depressed because she's pretty much staying in a very small area of the house and you know, she's in her feelings and blah, blah, blah. We didn't see Dorit talking too much about um, how she's feeling um, and what her situation was. We didn't get a lot of Dorit. And that's very telling. If you notice this season, we haven't gotten a lot of Dorit. Dorit's almost been like an afterthought. You know, looking around, I'm like, ooh, Dorit's not, you know, we don't see a lot of Dorit. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But she's not in the forefront like she has been in the past. So, okay, whatever it is. And we also get notifications. You know, the ladies are reading about Erica Giraldi and um, now the, the charges that are coming up on um, the lawsuits. And they're, re they're, they're finding out that, you know, the whole plane crash situation and what Tom Giraldi has been alleged of doing, taking this money and all of that. So little by little, more stuff is coming out. First thing was we talked about the divorce. And now people say the divorce is a sham. And now uh, we're finding out a little bit more about some of these lawsuits. And the ladies were like, wait a minute, what? You know, they, um, I think Sutton was like, look, I only know her. I mean, I know Erica for one thing. And I just don't know that I have the facts to try to think that she would be in on some type of wrongdoing. So all the ladies are kind of questioning what's going on. We do a Zoom or whatever, FaceTime with Erica and Erica's like, you know, she's pretty upset. You know, she's obviously in a negative state of mind and she got to talk to a psychiatrist and all this stuff. And, you know, she said people call it a sham marriage because they're thinking that I'm trying to get a divorce, a sham divorce. I'm sorry. They think that I'm trying to get a divorce because I'm going to hide assets. And that's far from the truth. And because I really want to understand what does it mean to be a, to have a sham divorce? You know, like, what does that actually mean? It, it, I think they are getting a divorce, but the purpose of it is based on, I don't know, them saving money or something. I, I child, that's what they're, they're wondering, like, where is this coming from? We don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. Um, later on, we, we get a couple of things that I, you know, actually, I just wasn't really into. And one was... We get, uh, what's her name? Lisa Renna is on the phone with, I think it's Delilah. She is 22 years old. She's dating a guy that was on some other reality TV show, fitness guy, whatever the case may be. And Lisa is showing her all of her like designer dresses that's in the garage, you know, and Delilah was like, oh, don't tell Amelia about this and, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. I want these dresses. I should be your favorite. It was a cute little filler scene. I, I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I didn't realize that Lisa Renner had so many really nice pieces. I mean, these were some nice gowns, you know, originals from designers like, uh, what is his name? Versace and then Irv Laguerre or something. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but anyway, so that was cute. Um, we also get a chance to see Garcelle comes over to Kyle's house but she stays outside, you know, even though Kyle has been cleared, you know, she says she want to wait a couple more days before she comes around, you know, the ladies. So they're talking about, of course, the Erica situation. 
neither one of them understand, you know, is very confused. And, and obviously they're giving Erica the benefit of the doubt because that's not the Erica that they know, blah, blah, blah. And Kyle talks about planning a trip and want all the ladies to come around to the trip. So Garcelle seems to be okay with it. You know, she's okay with the trip. Um, you know, uh, you know, she's just, you know, a little cautious, you know, she's at first she was a little apprehensive because these women are all contracted, you know, COVID. So she's kind of like, girl, I don't know, but she came around. So then we get Erica is hosting a few people over. It's, it's Crystal and Lisa and they come by and, you know, Erica is, is feeling really insecure about her new living arrangement. On the one hand, she's happy and she says she's free. But on the other hand, she has to apologize. Oh, it's so small. Oh, it's this. It's always oh, that. And Crystal's like, it's quaint. It's nice. I love it. And it's really a nice place. And so they go sit outside and, you know, they're talking about Erica's situation. And Erica is like, you know, they're asking her as much as they can about what she knew or whatever. And Erica's like, look, I... And, I, you know, I'm getting hit from all sides as it pertains to the things that my husband has done. And I basically I, I, I am attached to a situation that doesn't have anything to do with me, you know. And Chris was like, yeah, I was wondering because you're not an attorney. You don't work for the firm. How is it that they're coming after you? And she was like, it's all about finding, you know, I think she mentioned finding. Oh, no, no, no. Erica said to make sure to check your finances and understand how things are moving. And then this is when Lisa Renner was like, it's very important to know all money's coming in, all money's going out, you know, and, and that was more of pointing at Erica who didn't understand what financial things were going on in her marriage because Tom wouldn't let her know he's funding her career. He's, she has an account. He puts money in her account, and that's just all it is. And she never, she did. Didn't she say she questioned? I believe she said she questioned certain things, but um, he just wouldn't give her any answer. Like he makes the money, and she spends the money, and that's really all it is to it. So this is again the argument is, I don't know what's going on. My head's been in the sand. I I try to ask questions, and she brings up a lawsuit two years ago that was in Arizona, and. She was like, Erica said, I did ask questions. And the first I was told it's 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 nothing, it's, it's, it's bull crap, don't worry about it. And then she kind of pushed more. And Tom was like, according to Erica, Tom was like, okay, I don't even want to talk about it. So Erica is saying that she's always, when it comes to asking specifics about money and asking about, I guess, whatever he was doing, you know, he's he wasn't like really forthcoming and having a lot of conversations with Erica as it pertains to any business ventures, according to Erica. Do I believe this? I do believe that Tom was not forthcoming with a lot of things that was going on in his business life, even in his personal life. I just feel like Tom felt like he got a pretty woman he gives some money. She can go on her little side career because I don't even think he even respects the career that she had. He, I just felt like she was a pretty arm piece. She was young. She looks good to go to all the different events that I'm having with all the attorneys and political events and all this good stuff. So therefore, you don't need to question me about my comings and goings, 
how money is working because I'm the one making the money. I really believe that. That part I do believe. Um, Crystal was saying, I don't know about everything that's coming in the house financially. I know some things. And I do realize if I did ask my husband about specifics about the finances, he would tell me. Because if he didn't, that'd be a red flag. And, you know, um, and Lisa Renna goes on to say, well, you know, I pay all the bills. So I guess, you know, she said, even though we have joint accounts, we also have separate accounts, which is a good thing. I think that's fine to have a joint account to handle bills and and also um, even a savings that's a joint. But it's also good to have your own separate thing. I really believe in that. So then we get into Kathy and Kyle are having a conversation. Kyle's crying about not being a good mom. Kyle is um, feeling as though she doesn't have control over her, her children, in particular Portia. You know, Portia's wearing long nails now and Portia's not doing what she's supposed to do as, as far as school is concerned. And she's just really worried about, you know, at this point, she's not able to see her kids because, you know, she had COVID. So they're staying away for whatever mandatory time they need to stay away. And when she talks to Portia every day, Portia's like, yeah, I slept through class and I did this, you know. So it's just it's draining and all of that. And Kathy was just like, you know, you're doing the best that you can with what you're given don't worry about it. It's a little stressful, but you know, you do have people that you have a support system. You know, and Kathy also goes into, I'm glad that I'm able to be part of Kyle's life um, because for a while we weren't on speaking terms, which I remember that. So that was good to see. Um, we also get a scene with Sutton and Lisa Renna and Sutton's daughter who is 18. And she's a freshman. She's in college, right? Now, here's all the here's the shade of it all. Sutton's 18-year-old daughter is still very, if you will, seemingly innocent. You know, she has an innocence about her. You can tell the modesty in how she dressed. And Sutton is very clear. I'm still, you know, very much involved in a lot of the things that my daughter does as far as how she dresses, how she carries herself. She got to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Um... It's almost like sudden is like she keeps her in this little bit of a bubble. She doesn't want her to grow up too fast. And it was shading toward uh, uh, Lisa Renner because we know Lisa Renner girls, they were models. Um, they're a little bit more grown up acting because she has one daughter, Amelia, who is only 19 years old. And, you know, I think Lisa suggested that, oh, we need to get, you know, Amelia and your daughter together. They, they joked and said play date, but you know, Amelia's 19, y'all close in age. Yeah, but Amelia is acting like she's 20 years older than this girl. And Sutton was kind of like, yeah, mm, I don't know about that. Because she knows Amelia's dating Scott Disick, who's 37 years old. Amelia is very much so advanced. <laughs> she's an advanced chick. She, This young lady is like, Amelia is like living more of in a very, very, very adult life where I think Sutton's daughter is kind of living a little bit more of a protective innocence type of situation. Um, Sutton's daughter mentioned that she's in a, a sorority, Kappa Kappa Gamma. And Lisa Renner goes, oh, yeah, I was in that sorority for like five minutes. Um Okay. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things where, you know, you have black Greek letter organizations and you have the other sororities and fraternities and they do operate very differently. It's very focused 
for the non-BGLOs is very focused on undergrad and that's pretty much it. Whereas with BGLOs can still be, and a lot of people are active beyond the undergraduate years. So, you know, that's, that's a big difference there. So when she mentioned I've only was a member for five minutes, it's like, okay, because she only did one semester in college and I, you know, okay. Um, she said, and, 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 and Sutton's daughter goes, oh, you know, it's for the really smart girls. And, you know, that's the kind of story I'm in for the really smart girls. And here goes the shade from Lisa. Well, when I joined a million years ago, it was for the popular girls. It was the ones that's happening, not the nerds. I was like, ooh, it was a lot of subtle shade going on here. A lot of subtle shade. It was kind of an interesting and funny episode, uh, scene at the same time. Um, okay, so we get a scene with... Erica and Kyle, okay, they meet in the park. And at this point, Erica's in breakdown mode. You know, she's overwhelmed because more things have come out. Um, and, you know, she's in trouble. She knows she's in trouble. She's under federal investigation. And she is telling Kyle, basically she's venting to Kyle and she's like, girl, you know, I'm overwhelmed. It's a lot going on. We find out she's talking a little bit more how Tom is very cold. Um, she says it's hard to talk to Tom. She says she used to tell him how, you know, his eyesight is failing. His hearing is not that great. And, you know, he doesn't want, he doesn't want to take any type of suggestions from Erica. Um, the picture of Tom this season is very bleak. Now, what I've observed of Tom, I didn't think he was very loving. I didn't think he was very affectionate. I felt like he was always that cold dude anyway. So the things that Erica is saying, and she's in between crying and all of that, and, you know, um, I, I feel like there is a lot of truth in it as far as the way Tom, in, in terms of Tom's demeanor, I feel like, it probably was as cold as, as she is describing it. And she's frustrated. She's overwhelmed. And, you know, um, Tom is not helping around financially at all at this point. Um, then she goes on to talk about how she feels like there's resent. She feels like there could be. No, I think Kyle brought it up. Kyle asked, do you think that he resents your success? And Eric was like, I think so. She said, even though he basically funded my career and he will come out to some shows and clap in public. He seemed to be all encompassing, all for me. But in private, it was a whole, like he barely wanted to talk to me. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Like I said, I don't think he respected the career. I really don't. Uh, I don't think he finds it to be mentally challenging. That's what I think. But anyway, you know, like I said, Erica's got a lot of tears, a lot of crying, a lot of, you know, feeling like she's, she said, you know, I've, a lot of people are not on my side anymore. She said, if you really want to know who your true friends are, go broke, go to jail. You'll see who's in your corner, which is true. You'll see. Um, so I'm looking forward to the next episode. They're going on, I don't know where they're going, but they're going on a, a cast trip and we're going to find out a little bit more about Erica's marriage. You know, it's uh, her side of the story. We're going to find out just a little bit more. So anyway, that's my review. Talk to you guys later. Peace.